0: My name is Kitty Tarila and I'm from the University of Tasmania and I'm also a board member of AFI. Today I'll be chatting with Tom Brunzel from Barry Street but before we start I want to acknowledge on behalf of AFI the traditional owners and elders of Australia past present and emerging. AFI respects the cultural authority of those who engage in our work now and into the future. So I'm joining you from Nipaluna Hobart in Lutruwita Tasmania on the land of the Muhannanadri pop. So welcome Tom, where are you joining us from?
1: Good morning Kitty and the DSD community. I would like to acknowledge that I am coming over to you from Wurundjeri country here in Melbourne and I pay my respects to elders past, present and
0: emerging. Thanks, Tom. Now, Tom, you have presented at every Doing School Differently conference in 2016, 2018, and again this year coming up in in, in June in Adelaide. What makes you so enthusiastic about coming back to DSD every time?
1: What a privilege to be able to participate in the Doing Schools Differently conference each year, and particularly this year when we need to see our community again. Uh, I keep coming back because we just get to keep learning and and meeting each other and connecting. And way back in 2016, when we hosted together the first conference, it just was a revelation, I think, to so many of us that, you know, where were we before this year, we needed to keep meeting, we needed to keep sharing and understand the research that was emerging, understand what's happening around the country and our campuses. So I keep coming back to share and learn and just keep in touch with our friends.
0: Fantastic Tom. Well, we are delighted to have you and your team from Berry Street back um, every conference. So before we talk a little bit about your keynote this year. Can you tell us a little bit about Barry Street and your role, and how that connects with flexible and inclusive education? Yeah, sure thing. So, for
1: those of uh, those listening who don't haven't heard of Barry Street and the breadth of our work, we are one of Australia's largest child and family welfare organisations particularly so many of our services support young people in out-of-home care. So these are young people with very complex unmet needs that have often arisen from adverse experiences and trauma and abuse in their early childhood and we now know that these are young people who are struggling to engage in education and also to understand how to fortify their own well-being and future pathways. And so at Berry Street, we have dedicated many, many years to supporting both education and mainstream education for our young people. And then we set up our own school uh, about over a decade ago now. And we have four campuses of our independent school across Victoria. Uh, and it was at our own Berry Street School where we started developing strategies that we thought could be quite helpful. And now we get to support a number of mainstream flexible alternative and other education provision across the country in all states and territories. In particular, we are proud of the work we do to support both flexible units that are um, embedded within mainstream schools we also are very um, eager to help campuses that are individually serving communities that are often receiving young people who have been dis- in, disengaged or excluded from mainstream education, and now uh, because of our work, we get to help shape the creation of new campuses as well. So it's it's been quite a useful journey, not just for us to help communities, but for communities to help our own practice at Barry Street.
0: Yeah, fantastic. It's so exciting, Tom. And it's really exciting that you have you know, your own school where you work directly um, with young people on several campuses. But then you can support also the work of other schools and campuses um, around the country.
1: Well, it's really important to us, and I hope to you too, Kitty, and I know our audience, We take a real systems approach to things that it's certainly not good enough to just help one school because we know that our young people are often uh, moving between schools within a community. And then when we think of the systemic supports that are required and that I frankly like to think we owe our young people the best that we have within our systems, to understand how to support the system itself to get Mm -hmm. healthier and to work more efficiently all in support of young people's educational outcomes and pathways. That takes a long-term view of things. And so our work at Berry Street now affords us to take that long-term view but yet, no. Every single day, it takes micro steps to get through each day to support each young person.
0: Yeah, that's that's brilliant. And um, those of us in the flexi sector often think that the work that happens in flexible learning programs with young people is often so innovative and so interesting. And it would be great if it wasn't limited just to flexes, if that learning can be taken out system-wide. And in some ways, that's that's what you're doing to say, we don't just work in the Berry Street School, we take those learnings out so that that innovation spreads and so many more young people benefit from it. I mean, isn't that
1: what I think so many of us think is the future of education, is that, pedagogy and practice and ways of relating to young people that I know so many people coming to DSD are doing already, I want to see that inform mainstream education. Because I think we would agree that the workplaces that our young people are going to are unknown to old people like us. And so the skills that it's going to take to be collaborative, to be creative, to be self-starting, to work together, to design and set your own goals, to adapt that which is given to you for jobs that do not exist yet, those skills are the bread and butter of the kinds of collaborative hands-on ways that we do things in our flexible learning environments. I want every kiddo across the country in all schools to understand that's the future of education.
0: Yeah, brilliant, Tom. Um, Last week, I was uh, very lucky to be able to attend um, the School to Work Summit in in Melbourne that was organised by FALA, the Victorian Applied Learning Association, and uh, the LENS, the Local Learning and Employment Networks. And that was about School to Work. So, you know, I was a little bit worried that there was going to be all this talk about really instrumental kind of, you know, schools should teach kids, you know, the technical skills they need for particular jobs. But across the whole day, everyone agreed exactly what you just said, Tom. It's about those 21st century capabilities. It's about collaboration and communication skills and creative thinking and problem solving. Because, as you say, we don't actually know what kind of jobs our young people will be looking for in 5 or 10 or 15 years time. Um, So that's brilliant. Well, we also,
1: just to build on that, Kitty, you know, one thing I know we do at Berry Street is just we strive to create a deep sense, and still a deep sense of curiosity, not just about the world around our young people, but curiosity for the young people to discover things about themselves, uh, particularly uh, relating to the work we do at the Berry Street Education Model. So much of our aim is to teach young people to learn about themselves, to learn about how their brains are connected to their bodies, how they can harness strategies to build stamina for learning and to say, hey, when it's modeled for by my teacher, when I'm supported to use these strategies, I can begin to take the reins for myself, begin to coach myself, begin to understand my own reaction when I hit a speed bump when learning or when I'm not sure what to do. And we hope that by learning about themselves uh, and be able, that they'll be able to explore and use their strengths in ways that uh, they might not have been able to do before.
0: Yeah, brilliant. So, so let's turn to your presentation, okay. DSD, this year. So yeah. it's titled, let me read this after okay. I get it right. It's titled, Proactively Supporting Positive Behaviour in Flow, Reimagining Student Behaviour Intervention Through a systems informed Perspective. So can you give people a bit of a sneak peek at what you'll be talking about?
1: I, I will, and I have to admit, I created this talk a long time ago (laughs) before COVID, I believe. And so I have been checking back in the last few months, is this what we wanna share? Is this gonna be relevant? So uh, thanks for the opportunity to explore this now. I think it is gonna be relevant because I have two goals in my talk. Uh, One is to validate the approaches that I know our DSD community is taking because they are choosing to work in flexible and alternative uh, environments because we know our young people, again, deserve an education that meets their ages and stages in appropriate ways. I hope to validate the ways that we are working within our community and also hinge some of the recent sciences around pedagogy and also systems aware practices, which say we know that we don't see just the young person as an island or individual, that the choices that our young people are making And uninformed educators might say, oh, he's making a bad choice. He just needs to make better choices. We know that those choices are informed by so many factors. And so it would be pretty faulty thinking of ours if we just thought, oh, we should just be lecturing these kids on better choices, cross our fingers, and hope tomorrow's a better day. In fact, I do want Healthy conversations about choices and negotiation and rest restoration for sure, all underpinned by unconditional positive regard. But that's not enough. I do know that the hard work that we've uh, understood at Barry Street certainly is that it starts with the student, but then Through a systems approach, we have to enlarge our VISTA in support of the students. So yes, we take a care team approach often by knowing that everyone around that figurative and sometimes literal table is representing different areas that we know the student needs support within. So that table requires consistency. We also know that the systems of the school supporting or the campus or unit supporting the student needs to move and groove in consistent ways, all with the same aligned values for change and what it would take to keep ourselves in a proactive mindset. And then, of course, as we've already been talking about It does take a system-wide approach in terms of policy, in terms of community expectation. Uh, And that's a long-term goal, but one that we need to keep working hard at.
0: Well, I am sure that this will be inspirational for everyone coming (laughs) along to hear your keynote, both, as you say, for their own practice, but also for all of us pushing for that long-term goal that all of us want to achieve that systems change for every single um, young person in, in Australia so I am certainly very excited about what you're going to talk about for us in Adelaide um, and looking forward to learning a lot myself. Um, now Tom you've, uh, you've not only been to Doing School Differently in 2016 in, in Melbourne and 2018 on the Gold Coast you actually helped organise those conferences um, and now you're coming along again um, to Adelaide in, in June this year so you're a bit of an expert on all things mm-hmm. DSD. If someone were to ask you, well, well, why should they come along to DSD in in Adelaide in June, what would you tell them?
1: I want everyone to know, look, you need to come to this conference to learn stuff, to hear from the awesome workshops and presenters, if I do say so myself, (laughs) but also... The first two conferences, I remember specifically standing back in the big hall where people would come in between sessions and during the breaks, and just sort of like observing the buzz. That, that buzz that was happening where people were meeting each other for the first time, exchanging information, saying, oh, I'm doing this in Perth. Oh, really? I'm doing this in New South Wales. And we have a lot more in common. Oh, oh I saw you in that workshop and you made that comment. And I need to know about that program. And it, I have to admit, I did not expect nor did I plan that the usefulness of That buzz that happened between sessions and and after sessions, that sustained us, not just as the planning team who cared so much about an awesome program, but just to keep hearing people running up to us saying, this is amazing. I could not have gotten this any other way. This is a community. We are a community. I just realized it's that which we did not plan for, which has become, I think, the reason that I go every year.
0: Mm. And isn't that even more important now when we've all felt a little bit starved of that sense of community and that kind of just being able to have a chat with each other that you can't do on a planned Zoom or an email. So I'm also really excited about all of us coming back together in Adelaide on the 30th of June and, and the 1st of July and I hope to see so many people of our community there again. Thanks so much, Tom. Thanks, Kitty.